right, guys. So this is the end of today's episode, which means that you got to the end of Winona, which means I talked about it. And now that I've talked about it, I can talk to you. That means I don't have to come on here and script things. That means I don't have to be dis, you know, or what do they call it? Disingenuous. Yeah, that's the word. I don't even have to use big words. I can keep it simple like I'm a kid because there are parts of me that used to be a child. And because they used to be a child, I know how to teach a child. I know how to teach the child inside of me to grow up. And so that's what I'm doing. I'm starting over in life. That's why I don't mind that it's starting out. Because then I get to be one of those people that says something cool like, yeah, my workshop started in my mom's garage. Because that's literally where my workshop started. And so so far, excuse me, my workshop is still small. And I love that. You want to know why? Because right now, with what I'm dealing with, And what I have going on, I don't need a big workshop. I don't need a place to fill up with too much stuff that I'll never have an opportunity to do anything with. Because the last time that I went out into the world, I was a Native American still. And I went and I gathered because that's what we do. Just like we gather negativity and go in circles with it. It makes us crazy like it made me and I'm ready to let go of that. So anyhow, back to the past so that we can let go of it for the final time. Let's let go. See, for all of you guys that think that I'm here talking about me because I need attention, that's not the truth. I'm talking about me because before I can be that self-actualized being that I want to be, that's me. I get to choose that. That pyramid that they show you, you get to decide if you want to climb that pyramid or you decide if you want to fly fly who the fuck says you can't fly when you're looking at that paper on the pyramid and they got all those little blocks who says that you can't be the kid in the math class like me who already finished this shit because it was easy to me not to you not to her not to him not to anybody else me it was easy to me i finished this shit this was be hard this was be challenging this is supposed to be easiest thing to me because that's what it is to me we can't live in supposed to be because if we live in supposed to be then we'll miss where we are and that's something I learned in therapy there's no such thing as shoulda there's no such thing as coulda there's no such thing as woulda that's what my big taught me my big taught me that if you want somebody to love you the first person that you have to learn how to love is yourself So if right now you're feeling like you don't have what you need in life, that's okay. And I've been saying that a lot. And I've been saying it because when you're drowning in negativity, it is crazy. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. This world is crazy. It's scary. It spins all the time. Like literally you are on a planet that's always moving. So how can you judge a person who knows how to move with that planet? That's me. I'm a yogi, guys. That's what that is. Yoga is an ancient secret. And do you know how I know that? Because I've traveled where I need to travel. I've gone where I need to go. I've learned what I needed to learn. And I've taken the the journey of a yogi. And that is to learn how to be flexible. That's right. Not just when you're in that perfect, beautiful, adorable, awesome, genuine, amazing space that you come to with other people who like to do yoga, just like you. 
You don't have to be there to do yoga, period. And if you think that that's where you have to be to do yoga, then you're stuck. You're stuck at core power from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., just like I used to be. And then you're stuck at Lifetime Fitness. And then you're stuck at the boxing gym, teaching boxers who don't give a shit about yoga, just want to pay you a bunch of money to look at your tight ass in the yoga pants. Because people will pay you for stuff like that, and that sucks. It sucks that we live in a world where you're super excited and you're super inspired. And people will pay you for your time, not because they're super excited and they're super inspired, but because you're beautiful and they want to make you do ugly things for money. It's ugly to neglect what you need in your life because money tells you you have to. Money is a piece of paper. And if you don't believe me, bring me your wallet. Take your money out of your wallet, lay it on the table, and rip it in half. You want to know why I did that shit? Because that shit was holding me back. Sure did. Oh, and my husband, he lost it. He lost his motherfucking mind. And do you know why I pulled the money out of his wallet and out of everybody else's wallet that was in the room trying to stop me? I did that because I was trying to plan my perfect wedding. Not his perfect wedding. Not her perfect wedding. Not your perfect wedding. I was trying to plan my perfect wedding. And I lost my mind over that. Sure did. Because I asked myself a question that people don't want to ask before they get married. That's why people do stupid shit. You ever wonder why somebody gets left at the altar? <laughs> Have you? I mean, you see it in a movie. You're like, oh, shit. And you're laughing. Or maybe you're a person who actually had that experience happen to you. That ain't happened to me. It didn't. You want to know why? Because I was afraid of that. I really was. I was afraid of being left at the altar. And because I was afraid that someone was going to leave me on the altar of love, that place where you have to sacrifice yourself, I was afraid. And you know, people do a lot of stupid things when they're scared. They stay away from you when you need them. And when you're hurting and you're screaming it and the only way you know how to scream and they're not the right person to help you, but they're in proximity to help you and they don't go find help and they don't get help and they don't try and seek help, then they don't love you. And you shouldn't want to be around them. Not at all. Because they see you suffering and they see you hurting and they want to do it some more. Do it some more. Do it some more. Every time I see you, I'm going to make you hurt. I want to make you hurt for how you failed me. I want to make you hurt for how I'm fucked up. Even though you're dead, I want to hate you. Because I'm too hurt to see how you were hurting and how somebody else hurt you and robbed you of being the person that you wanted to be in my life. If that's, if that's a person that I'm talking to right now, if that's you, are you listening to me? Because all of you that are in my life doing that to me right now, following behind me, screaming, yelling, worrying and wondering and running and not doing none of the stuff I need. And I'm going behind all of you. But instead of going behind you, yelling at you, screaming at you, coming into your space, I'm coming into your space and realizing that you're losing it. You're losing it because you're worried about me. And you don't have to worry about me. And I want you to know that from the bottom of, bottom of my heart. That's the reason I'm here right now, guys. I'm here because I do have people. I'm not alone. And sometimes people who think they're depressed, that's think. See that word? You know what I told my fucking doctor? When I realized what was making me crazy, I fucking, I cured my motherfucking self with the help of a person who knows how to ask good questions. That is literally what therapy is. Therapy, if you've never done therapy, fucking try it. And I'm not telling you to try it because you're going to feel safe. 
Fuck that. I want you to go into therapy and I want you to tell the person that's supposed to be your therapist. That is the person that's supposed to speak light in the darkest place of your mind. That's right. That place. That place. That's where I put damaged Deborah. That's what I call my crazy bitch. That's right. I named her. And if that bothers you, you don't have to be around me because you feel scared. You feel scared. Not me. I don't feel scared about damaged Deborah. Not even a little bit. And do you want to know why? Because damaged Deborah has a place in my life. See, when I was in domestic violence group, what we learned is how to be a member of a group. And that's the reason why I learned how to be supportive of others. In addition to having somebody come into my life that loved me. And I want to tell you why that connection is so important and why I keep saying it. Because there's people in my life that say they love me, but they're trying to sever the connection of my life force. That's right, bitch. This man is my life force. When I connect into him, I don't have to be dirty. I don't have to be gross. I can just be me. And he literally sat here with me this entire time for all of these hours because I literally recorded a season of a podcast in, I don't know, you do the math because I hate math problems. The reason I hate math problems is because they're problems. I love math. I like to do math a lot. Here, you don't believe me? Let's do some math. There's a huge issue in my world. Big one. It's that even though I'm not alone, sometimes I feel alone. That's my reality. And if you want to play this game that I want to play in my life, not because life is a game, but because I like to have fun. And if I have to do the work, I might as well have fun, right? I mean, what's the point of doing some shit that's not fun and having to do it, knowing that you hate it, and you don't want to have to do it, and you're going to do it, and you're going to complain about it, and that complaining is going to enter your life, and that complaint is going to be a cancer, and that cancer is going to follow you, and everywhere you go, even when you're not over the toilet throwing up because you have bulimia, you're still going to be suffering, because your body is starving, and it's hungry, but you're too afraid to feed yourself because you're afraid of your face. You're afraid of what you look like with no mask, no mascara. You can't walk outside like I'm walking outside looking crazy as shit right now. That's right. I'll take a picture and it's going to be the one I post on my Facebook. So if you can't believe that I'm being honest and I'm being real and I'm going to show you what it looks like when people around you are hurting you and what you really need to do is take care of yourself and what you really need to do is check the fuck out and what you really need to do is drop the motherfucking microphone on motherfuckers because they don't want to listen to you. And if you got an audience booing you, guess what you need to do? You need to go to another stadium. And if that stadium is empty, you know what you need to do? You need to, you need to do what I did. You need to go find you an artist. Mm-hmm. Fuck a therapist. Not because they can't help you. Not that. Mm-mm. Therapists can help you. But a therapist can only help you a little bit. A therapist can only help you as much as you're willing to do mental math. Because a therapist is going to ask you some questions. And in order to answer the therapist's questions... You're going to have to be willing to ask yourself some questions. And if it's been a really long time since you heard your voice, you might lose your fucking mind when you hear yourself saying, what I really want to do right now, after being raped, after being robbed, after being scammed, after being mistreated, after being tricked, after being played a fucking fool, what I really want to do right now 
is I want to hurt the fuck out of you. I want to hurt you until I don't hurt as much as you hurt me. And I want to keep hurting until I'm done hurting. And when I'm fucking done hurting, either I'll be dead or I'll be better. Literally, if you want to change your life, that's where you have to be because that's where I was when I decided to change. I'm not lying to you. This journey, it started a long time ago. This journey started when I was 19 years old and I was in a relationship that I accepted for myself that I shouldn't have accepted. Someone, after many times of being raped and robbed of my sexuality, it's happened lots of times because I've been in places I shouldn't have been because I wasn't loving myself because I didn't know how. And I got to a certain age where I gave up on trying. And when that happens to you, then you are lost. And then there is no hope. Except there's always hope because even though my daughter Esperanza, she's gone. Fly away. And my mom thinking she was helping me, took my baby, my dead baby, mine, and my dead son, Antonio, priceless. That's what those names mean. See, names mean something, so be careful what the fuck you call somebody because I'm talking about the names that matter to me in my life right now. The people that I love and their names and what they call themselves. If you call yourself my auntie, come be my auntie because I need you. And if you're not my auntie, but you know how to be auntie and you hear me and you're like, damn, I hear this girl. She's out here crying and suffering. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for seeing me. You know why? Because I have been out here crying. I have been out here suffering and I have been hurting. And you know what else I've been doing? I've been being a brutal Brittany. Because that's what somebody named me. They thought that was a beautiful name. And that person was right. That person was my mother. My mother had a dream too. My mother had inspiration. My mother had a garden. My mother had a house. My mother had love. And my mother had a heart. And I don't know who the fuck came and tried to take it from her. But this is my final fucking stand. You will not hurt see because that's what you have to speak to you have to stop talking to the people that you love and start talking to what's really happening because until you start speaking to what's really happening you will be crazy and you will be lost and you won't get better and when people start asking you questions guess what's going to happen you're going to get angry and the reason you're going to get angry is because you don't have the answers and because you don't have the answers you might do a lot of different things i, get, I can't tell you how you're going to do it i just know that what gets us running away is knowing that there's something going on that doesn't work for us. And your body. I start banging on my chest when I felt like I wanted to die. And do you know why? Because if I was going to kill myself, I had to really get going. Seriously. I mean going. And I mean going far. And so, that's what I did. Even though I had somebody sitting next to me that loved me, even though I had somebody sitting next to me that wanted to be there for me, even though I had somebody sitting there that was preparing a way for me, thinking about, okay, well, do you want to go here? Do you want to go to New York? Is that going to make you happy? Well, these are my challenges if I go to New York. I'm worried about this, and I'm worried about that, and I want to worry about this, and I want to be, and what connections do you have, and can you verify that for me? And you know what? Here I am, sitting next to somebody who knows everybody I need to know, who can help me do everything I need to do. But he can't help me, and you want to know why? Because I won't let him. Because I'm hurting. And because I'm hurting, I'm hurting him. And as I'm hurting him, I'm killing the only love that's ever entered into my life. 
And instead of seeing that it's love and recognizing that it's love and holding it like you hold an infant when it needs it. Because sometimes we are all infants. Sometimes things come into this circle that we didn't invite. I didn't invite. Or sometimes things come into this circle that we do invite. I did invite. I invited death into my life. And I invited death into my space. Because I went around with my mouth. And I had all these ideas inside my head. All of them. Because I was inspired. And let me tell you what inspiration can do. Inspiration can be Gandhi. Inspiration can be the Dalai Lama. And again, if I haven't said it before, inspiration can be Hitler. And I was Hitler. And I can't even tell you how many hundreds I probably hurt. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm responsible for a cycle of hurt in my own life. Because somewhere along the way, I got conditioned to think that it was okay to be hurting. Like to accept that for myself. Seriously. I got to a place where I thought it was okay to feel that way. And you know what? It's not. And you want to know why, if you feel like you're hurting and you won't say it, they go, you're crazy. Because they're right. Because if you're hurting and you won't say it, my toe is bleeding, then there's something wrong with you because you can't feel it. And if you can't feel your toe bleeding, but everybody can see your toe bleeding everywhere else, there's something going on and we need to rush you to a hospital. And see, that's a medical issue. There's a medical issue when you've got a, a toe that's about to be amputated and you don't have no sensation. I mean, that's some real shit. Like a nigga like me is going to be like, okay, first of all, we need to make sure that we have this whole entire environment sterile. So let's get this environment sterile. And that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to get the environment sterile. So let's get this environment sterile. Our problem right now is we're afraid of ourselves and we're afraid of ourselves because the Bible told us why somebody brought shame into our lives. Somebody with imagination came up with that story. I'm telling you this. Someone crazy was listening to something crazy. Whether it was outside of them or inside themselves. Go read all these goddamn stories. That's what happened. The reason I can resonate with the Buddha story is because Buddha was living a lap of luxury. He had no reason to go searching for anything. And see, that's what some of you think. Some of you were born in a place that has nothing. And so... Because it has nothing, you think nothing. And because you think nothing, you do nothing. And because you do nothing, you waste your life. And because you waste your life, you feel wasted. And you feel like you're not worth it. But guess what? You are not your life. But you are your life. Ooh, shit. That's real. And I'm going to tell you why. You're not your life. Because your life can change at any time. And if you're not attached to the life that you're actually living. And when I say attached, I mean tuned in. When things happen to you, you're not gonna know how to deal with them because you're not tuned in and checked in and living your life. You're too busy sitting on Facebook, being fake, fake booking, so that you control. You've got bad internet behavior. Mm -hmm. I used to have that. That's why I'm here, talking on internet. Having a shit. You know why? Because if I take my shit now, I won't have to take it later. Ooh. That's that kid who gets yelled at in the car for always having to go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. that, yeah, that's me. Always drinking. Always smoking. Always ready to take a shit. Mm-hmm, sure. And everybody's upset because you're always processing something. How dare you? No. How dare you come and tell me how to think? Guess what? I'm a computer. And you know what computers can do? Anything. That's how my mind works. The reason that I can see your problems is because I can process them. 
and I can process them because I've been sitting here watching you fucking stumble around and I've looked at all these things in your space that you can use to be productive that you haven't used. But the reason why you don't see those things is because you're asleep and you lack vision and that's okay. Because I can come into your space if you let me and I can show you what I see. And if you like what I see, then great. Most of the time, how I do this to people, and this is always how I used to make friends. I lived in a bad neighborhood, you guys, and I had to be okay to walk down the streets. That was my reality. So you know what I learned to do? I learned to cook. I learned to cook my ass off. You want to know why? Because people were fucking hungry, and that's why motherfuckers were stealing people's lunch money. And I don't got time for somebody to roll up on me and try and steal my lunch money. Because if you try to steal my lunch money, then I'm going to have to steal your life if you're trying to take mine. And see, that's how far I let another person's mentality take me. I let somebody else who wanted to be in the basement who felt comfortable in the basement, who didn't want to go anywhere else, to tell me that I had to sit in the basement with them when I didn't want to sit in the basement. I wanted to come out into the garden. And because I like to eat and I like to cook, I wanted to plant things. And they couldn't understand why it was important to me to have a big house with a garden. So every time I tried to get to a big house with a big garden somewhere where I wanted to be that was warm so that I could grow, so that I could have my own crops, so that I could raise my own animals, so that I could teach children how to do this, so that I could have a daycare, so that I could have a therapy center for kids, so that I could do that. And then, then I could help the parents because your parents are already in the door. And see, how you get parents is how you get kids because I'm a salesperson because that's something I used to do. That was a label that used to own me. But see, that label doesn't own me, but I still own it, a.k.a. it's on my resume, bitch. Google me. LinkedIn, whatever the fuck you want to do to try and polarize me at a point in time where I was where I took a picture because I was an idiot. <laughs> and there I was, online trolling and online being a brutal Britney and online being terrible. So guess what's going to happen? If you go online and you Google me, you're going to find a fake profile page. You sure are. And that fake profile might be Britney Nicole. And on Britney, Britney Nicole's page, Britney Nicole or Nicole Britney or whoever the fuck she was at that time, she was figuring some shit out. She was processing. And she feels safe to process by just yelling shit out. Why? Because it feels good for her vocals. She's got a loud voice. And there's a place and a space for that loud voice. And that loud voice can be a beacon of light. It can be a beacon of light that leads somebody somewhere that they need to go to. Don't believe me? My baby almost froze to death on the freeway in the middle of the winter after flipping over in a car. And he's standing outside. And I'm saying I can't believe nobody will help you. As in, how many people have sat at my table and ate dinner but won't come pick me up from the snowstorm? How many people will come over my house and get in my face or in my non-house and tell me how it's not appropriate to be that place but won't even take the time to do anything to help me if I really, really need it? Like, if it's between having a job and not having a job because your car is stuck in a bank. And you're dependent on somebody else to get you out of the snowbank. But because all of the people that you know live in society, they're not a part of your tribe. So when you need a tribe, you have to call on your tribe. I don't want to live in society with you because I don't fit into your boxes. And I'm sorry. If you like society and society makes you comfortable and what you do is sit in the house all day and play video games, that's great. Because I can do that too when I feel like it. But today I don't want to play video games. And that's okay. Today, I want to make a mess. Today, I want to make the mess that I know how to make best. And for me, my mess is social media. And that's a safe mess. When you're being honest and you're being open and you're talking about what matters to you, why is that a bad thing? 
Why does it have to be a bad thing? That can be a great thing. That can be inspiration. I'm going to tell you about it. My sister inspired me. My husband inspired me. And my mom inspired me. And guess what? That was the Trinity. And I used to say this shit when I was pregnant. Like, holy shit, I'm the Trinity. I'm alive. My brain is working. I'm the holy Trinity. I'm the holy girl. I used to make mistakes. Not mistakes. I did make mistakes too. So that's why that came out. That's called a Freudian slip. You want to let somebody tell you about what happened when you accidentally stumbled over your words. There you go. I do it all so I know it all. Not because I'm a know-it-all, but because someone told me it all. See how that worked? Someone got in my face and told me everything about myself because I was just an explorer. That's who I was born to be. And a lot of times people who like to explore, if they're good at it, they become teachers. <coughs> they don't do it on purpose. They don't do it because they think they're better than you. Because when they join your village, when they come to your tribe, they're amazed by the difference. Wow. Like when you go to an African church. Let me tell you about experiences. I've been everywhere as far as where I wanted to go and see to understand what I needed to understand. I didn't let myself stay in a place where I was in the basement with no lights on. I came out of the basement for y'all at a certain point in time, but I've been out of that basement for a way, way, way long time. That's why I was able to write that shit down at a time when it wasn't okay for me to talk about it. And I processed that shit that I share with y'all in group with people who loved me and believed in me and trusted me and shared with me and helped me learn and helped me grow. And I signed a contract. I signed that contract and that contract said, I'm gonna be respectful. I'm gonna create a safe space. We're gonna agree on one thing, that we're all people on this planet. And I'm not saying this literally, but pretty much. I mean, I don't remember it verbatim, I could look, but that's not the point. See, see how it helps when you learn to listen? You can get to the point without talking in a circle. The point is, is that just like Martin Luther King and someone else you might respect, I had a dream. And instead of waking up the next day and saying, no, 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 I can't live that dream. I believed I could. And I believed I could live that dream because I had the person that I wanted to make that dream happen with laying next to me. And that feeling was amazing. And when I felt that, I said, I do want to spend the rest of my life with you. But I made that, that commitment too quick. I did, and I can admit it now because I'm not there anymore. I'm ready to make that commitment now. I made that commitment way too quick, and I wasn't ready. And because I wasn't ready, I did that shit in a shady way. And because I did it in a shady way, to do some shit without really doing it, to halfway do it, like to get gastric bypass surgery, Instead of being like my fat ass getting up at 4 a.m., well, that's one way to go about things. Both of those are two ways. But you know what? One thing we can all agree on is we're all here together. And that's what we agreed on in group. We're all here together. And if we start there and we end there, that's okay. Namaste. And that doesn't mean fuck you the way it used to mean when I used to say it to people and I was being snarky. Like a little bitch who spent $9 on a dumbass smoothie when I could have spent the money doing something for somebody who needed it because $9 can go a long way in somebody's life. $9 can buy you a pack of blunts, a $5 bag, and some relaxation if you're a manic like me and you need to sit the fuck down and chill the fuck out and you don't want to be fucking zoinked out on horse tranquilizers like the hospital is going to put you on. And do you know how many fucking horse tranquilizers it takes to fuck up my brain? 12. Not a lie. Medical records prove it. Takes 12. That shit's not normal. These motherfuckers stopped my heart four times. They tried to kill me to make me be like them. Because somebody thought that they knew how to help me after I had a miscarriage. 
And they tried to force me to process what they wanted me to process when they were ready to process it. And it wasn't a safe place and it wasn't a safe time. And they made it not okay for me. And I was trying to say, hey, I'm not okay. And I was saying it verbally. And then I realized well, I was crazy because I was sitting in a room with the person who was in a position to help me the most. And they were ready and they were willing to help me. At least they felt like they were, but they weren't because they really, really, really needed to help themselves more than they needed to help me. And they needed to be able to own that. And I appreciate my sister for showing me that message. She was in a position to help me, so she helped me. I was pissed about her help because her help caused me problems. And so what I did with those problems is I got angry. But you know what happened after I stopped being angry? I looked at my sister and I noticed, wait, my sister needs a lot of help because she's amazing. She's awesome. And shout out, graduated. That means she's got some education too, y'all. And a lot of different things. If you want to know about her journey, you should talk to her. Because it's not my business to share her story. See how that works? You can share your truth. You can shed light. And you can grow without hurting somebody else and without being negative. It is possible. Because I just talked about things that were off my chest. And I got them off and it feels good. And it honestly is like a therapy session. And I'm having this therapy session because I've missed a few therapy sessions. And I haven't had my awesome doctor to sit across from me and say, what's going on today? And really mean it. And not, what do you think about that? Because you read it in an article. But actually, really, tune in and listen and say, hey, even if it took 30 minutes, even if it took 20 minutes, even if it took two, even if it took five. Wow. Because once you listen to somebody, I don't give a shit what they say. Even if it's your one-year-old and he goes, Bah! It's like, whoa, you made a new sound. That's great. And you should teach him what to do with that sound. And if that sound is annoying to you, you should teach him where he can go that's safe for him that he can make that sound. Because it's not your job to scream in his face and tell him not to make that sound. He's allowed to be a baby. And so are you if you need to be. You just have to do it in a safe space. And so as my mom sits and says, I want a daycare, I want this, I want that, here I am trying to go and help her the way my husband was trying to help me. But see, the thing is, I wasn't helping. And I wasn't helping because I wasn't listening. I wasn't listening to my mom say, hey, I'm tired of people talking to me. I'm tired of people telling me shit. I'm tired of people telling me what to think and whatever else. And sorry, mom, if I'm sharing too much of your story, I'm going to stop. Because I'm serious. I overshared, but I'm not going to edit that because that was real for me. I wanted to speak light into my mother's life. Not because there's something wrong with her life. Not because her life isn't great. Because my mother gave me inspiration. See, my mother started me on this journey. Because as much hurt as me and my mother have experienced together. See, that's the thing you have to be able to do. Something together. You can't sit around and say what you can't do. Because if you sit around and say what you can't do and what's gonna happen to you based on what somebody else told you because there's a, st a statistic out there that says you're a pregnant teen, you can't go to college. You're a pregnant teen, you can't graduate high school. You're a rape victim, you can never have healthy sex. You're gonna be promiscuous, you're this, you're that. Every time something happened to me, I couldn't ask the people around me about it because they weren't being honest about what happened to themselves. They got mad when they heard me talking about rape and molestation because they were angry. They thought I stole their story. They thought somebody told their story maybe. And I'm not saying someone I know was raped or robbed. I'm just saying it was a story of hurt because that's what that story was about. And I use rape and I use rape because it happened to me and because it happened to me, I get to own that. And you know what? If it's going to help somebody else, I get to share that because somebody else 
when I was going through something helped me. Why? Because I put out a call to myself. I said, self, I'm not feeling okay. I mean, and somebody provided that space, that safe space. I got lucky. Before I learned self-love, somebody taught me. That's what I needed to be the light that I needed to be to you, I guess. Probably. Maybe that's how I can be a light to you. Because you're sitting in your fucking dark-ass basement or your car doing the shit I used to do. Running the engine right until it makes you fall asleep. And then turning it off. And saying, well, that's not suicide. I'm just tired and I can't sleep. That's suicide because if you're so tired you can't sleep because your mind is racing so fast because you're doing too fucking much. Your energy is in the wrong direction. And you are crazy. Because you're not being honest with yourself. And that's all that crazy means. It's a person who doesn't know what's going on. Mm. Do you want to be a crazy person that doesn't know what's going on? Because instead of checking in with people, you're too busy checking in with yourself in other people's lives. That's powerful. Why? Because I love bed and breakfasts and hotels. And I've got a couple properties and that's what I want to do with them. Empty space, turn it into something, use it. Use it, and if it doesn't suit you, lose it. I use the titles that I need in order to communicate with the people that I need help from. Because there's somebody out here that can help me. I just need to learn how to speak their language. And instead of yelling and screaming in English, yo necesito aprendo espanol, por favor, papi, por favor. Like, mas, 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 si. Es problema. Tres, no, cuatro, no, años, por favor, sí, por favor. See, that, that message was somebody. And anybody who speaks Spanish knows that that was a special message. But see, in order to understand that message, what do you have to do? You have to go and find something. That's called mental math. So if you're willing to do mental math, try and figure out what the fuck just came up out of my mouth, why the hell you won't do mental math for yourself? You'll do mental math for people on Facebook. You'll do mental math for the person on the street. You'll do mental math for everybody except you. And then you are crazy. And I don't care how sane you make yourself feel by surrounding yourself in a blanket, you cover your nakedness and that's what the fuck I was doing. That's why I burned the shit. That's why I ripped the shit. That's why I threw the shit. And that's why the last time that I fucking had an episode, it wasn't an episode. And the hospital could see that because I was able to say, look, this is what's happening in my life. My family's freaking out because they know me or they think they do. They're like, she's talking crazy again. She's about to do something crazy. Because this is how the conversation always starts. I want to do something different than you did. And you don't understand it. So instead of learning about podcast and getting interested, not in podcast necessarily, because this might not be a medium of a message for you. It just might not be the way you communicate, period. And that's okay. But for me, I'm one of those people that's noisy and needy and I'm loud. And it's my reality. And I'm always going to be noisy, needy, and loud, right? Why? Say, but why, Daniel? Because I'm cray. Why am I cray? I'm cray cray. You know who cray cray is? Cray cray are two fucking brothers. Two fucking brothers that shut the streets of London down. That is the biggest motherfucker ever. Britain? My nigga, what? You shut these niggas down? My name is Britney. So wait. What does that say? Britney is cray cray. Britney is a crazy place. And I'm a crazy person with a crazy name. And I don't want to own that fucking name because it's associated with a lot of fucking hurt, a lot of fucking pain. And I feel like if someone would have thought about what type of kid they wanted, 
instead of what's a beautiful name, if they would have thought about what's a meaningful name, maybe. If we didn't only see beauty in physical appearance, maybe we would think what beauty really means. That's why art is important. Because an artist can take anything. Seriously. And I'm going to show you this. Because I'm inspired right now. I'm inspired to teach. And this is what a teacher does. Teachers make examples for kids. They do. And a good teacher will make an example for themselves. A.K.A. They'll do the shit. They'll figure it out. Seriously, they'll go and seek out the information because I wanted to be a teacher and that's how I started my journey in college. And I let money talk me out of it. And had I started being a teacher, I probably would have had a different path in life. And it would have been great because I would have did what I wanted to do. But when J. Cole said, if you let them kill your dreams, it'll haunt you. That's a real fucking fact. Period. Y'all are on fucking line quoting him. People are on their shit quoting him. I'm never going to make a dime off this podcast. That's what I decided. I decided it because I got an email about it. And when I got an email about it, I was talking about it. And I know that I had mentioned that because someone asked me, well, how is it going to make money? And I said, oh, well, actually. But then I caught myself and I said, wait, no, I'm not going to make money on my podcast. Because if I made money on my podcast, I'd get sued because I wouldn't be able to be myself if I was making money. Because money is slavery, period. And if you don't believe me, bring me your wallet and let me rip every single credit card and every single dollar out of your wallet. You ain't going to do it because you're a slave. Why? Because your money has value to you. And you know what? Money can be valuable. It really can. Money can purchase a dream house. Money can purchase a dream car. Money can purchase anything that you can think that you want to put your mind to. It sure can. That's why people think money is magical. But guess what crazy motherfucker came up with money? Who the fuck knows? I've never even Googled it. Want to know why? Because I don't want to be angry about more shit. I don't want to ask a 20-year-old about 200,000 years of human experience and expect to understand it and expect to feel okay when I'm older than fucking Google is. Are you serious? I'm supposed to trust Google more than I trust myself? No. I want to go to a library and read something. And when I read something in a library... I want to get excited. And you want to know what I want to do after I get excited? I want to go to that place. Because if you're tuned in to all the programming around you, what you can see is people traveling and people going somewhere. And they put people traveling and people going somewhere on a fucking screen because that's what we like to do as people. We like to explore. That's how we end up in other people's messes. Because we come onto this planet and shit's a mess. That's how I lost my twins. Shit was a mess in my life because I wasn't dealing with my issues and I needed help, but I wasn't being honest about the kind of help that I needed. And because I couldn't be honest with myself, I couldn't be honest with others. And even though people were in a position to help me, I couldn't mature enough to help them get to a place where we could help each other. Because, see, if you're going to help me, I have to be able to help you, period. That means don't give me your money. I don't want your fucking money. I want you to stop getting in my face telling me, well, do you want to do this because you need me? Do you want? No, I don't. Like my mom worried every single time she wants to cater because she has a thriving business, but she's got people around her that see her money. And instead of saying, hey, I know you're starting a business. I've done some research on that. I know that can be a challenge, right? Because this is speaking light into a situation. This is why I'm teaching you this, because this is what I need from you when you talk to me next. I need some light in my situation. And if you come to me with darkness, you're acting crazy. Because I've already been here. I've already been at the crazy place. I did this today. Let's see. What time, what day it is. Because you guys like to record things about me. Everybody does. That's why we have records. See that? But if you release yourself from your record by changing your name, it really doesn't matter what your record said before. Because somebody can't go online and pick it up 
and find it because you expunged it. And you're spending all your time worrying about that. I don't give a shit what some piece of paper says about me because I can write shit on a piece of paper too. And whatever I write on a piece of paper, you know what that can do? It can make me millions. And you know why? Because I made a podcast with what I've been writing on a piece of paper for the past five years while y'all thought I was asleep. While y'all thought I wasn't listening. When y'all thought I wasn't learning. When you thought I wasn't growing. I was in fucking college. The college of life. Give somebody some time to process the shit that's come to them. Can I beg you for that, please? If you don't take anything else away from me crucifying myself on this altar of love for you. As in, literally, allowing myself to go into a manic place to make this podcast. Literally. That was unhealthy. I'm telling you that right now. This podcast is not a healthy place. At all. Actually, though, that's a lie. And I'm going to tell you why it's a lie. And I'm going to show you my dream. Because I have been looking for inspiration for five years. And along the way, I found a lot of it. And I had so much of it that you know what happened to me? I exploded like a fucking volcano. Because I was expired. Expired. I was expired. Listen, my brain's been trying to say expired the whole time I've been preaching this message. And I wasn't listening to myself because I had to slow myself down for you. Imagine what that feels like. My head literally hurts right now. And I'm walking back and forth and I look like a psychopath. But guess what I learned in therapy? This is safety. It's safe to go into a garden. It's safe to look at redwood chips. It's safe to pick up a beautiful stick or to look down at it and to feel it on your hands and to see how it feels. Because I am feeling out of touch right now. So you can touch something if you feel out of touch. You just got to be in a safe place to do it. You can touch yourself. You can touch someone else. That can be physically that can be mentally, that can be emotionally, that can be any way that you can find to connect. So the reason that I came onto this podcast is because I'm building myself a new space and I want that space to be a record and I want to say what I mean and I want to mean what I say and I want to stop walking around scripting my life and I want to stop worrying about what's going to happen if one day my mind millionaire ideas explode like the volcano that they are. But instead of being a fucking volcano, they turn into a movie. They turn into music. They turn into podcasts. They turn into documentaries. They turn into pictures. They turn into shirts. They turn into posters. They turn into buildings. They turn into real estate. They turn into airplanes. They turn into boats. And they turn into me going far away from all the people that don't want to be around me. Thinking like this. Dreaming like this. Being themselves. Loving their life. And getting inspired and taking whatever time that that takes. If that takes you three days in your bed crying, somebody might tell you it's not healthy. And at first it might not be. But that's okay. Somebody might come out and check on you. And you might say, hey, thanks for checking on me. I appreciate you. Because that's bringing positivity in your space. If somebody's coming to check on you, guess what that means? Oh, no, you're in trouble. If these kids are still listening to something they shouldn't be listening to. I swear, if y'all haven't gotten your kids by now, you see what I'm saying? I am tuned in. You might not be, and that's okay. That's why I love podcasts, and that's why I'm doing a podcast. Because every time somebody came in my space trying to talk to me and ask me how I was doing, I was trying to talk to them about something I was excited about. And every time I started talking about what I was excited about, they started trying to shut me down and talk to me about what was important to them. And that hurt my feelings because they weren't listening to me. And I was like, why are you coming here? What are you here for? That's an okay question to ask somebody if they call you and they say, hey, I want to stop by. They might say it in a commanding voice, like a commander. And you know what? 
They might be a commander. And that's a good thing. You want to know why? Because if we're going to make it, my love, love. And I say love because I used to call people love and I meant it. Even before I was all the way a loving and kind person. Because there was love inside of me. Because I was a human being. And I was looking all over the world to find love. Everywhere. And I was taking anything I could that made me feel inspired. That made me feel loved. Because that's what I needed. I needed love when I didn't have it. But I didn't know how to give it first. And because I didn't know how to give love, I didn't know how to accept it when it came into my life. And you know what that is? That's the whole message of this church. Not the church of Brittany Christ. Not the church of Brutal Christ. But the church of Luna Moon. The church of a person oh, who had a dream and whose dream was called a mental illness. Well, I had to accept that. Wanna know why? Because a dream is your subconscious. It's you talking to you and no one else can hear that. Seriously, if you don't believe me, why did you create voices? Cause you felt alone. You felt alone and someone said, you came and created voices. And you were like, no, I didn't, they're here. That's your reality. And in that reality, that's a good place to be. Why is there someone in your life that's trying to chain you to the diagnosis of normal? Because guess what? Labels can be helpful, but labels can also enslave you. You want to know why they put everything they put in a bag on your chips and they don't give a fuck? No matter how much you complain, you keep complaining, complaining, complaining. And guess what they keep doing? They keep finding new ways to label shit. It goes from non-GMO to GMO pro to pro-GMO no to who the fuck knows. And you don't know. And do you want to know why? Because food is life. Literally. Don't believe me? Google it. Watch something. Learn something about your food. Period. And I'm always talking to you about food because I'm watching you kill yourself. And you're killing yourself because you don't love yourself. And you know what? Some people's issue isn't food. And then I realized that. Because after my issue was done being food, guess what? I still had issues. I couldn't get skinny and get better. That's not possible. I had to get better inside my head. I couldn't get better outside of my head until I started doing things. I got crazy enough to wake up at fucking 4.20 in the morning, take two kids to the fucking gym, bring them with me. Sure did. Sure did look crazy as shit. What the fuck does this girl have two twin, or not two twins, excuse me, two kids. Guess I'm going to have two twins. I'm speaking it into my future. I guess I want them. Anyways, um, two kids at the gym and it's five o'clock. Yeah, I had to drive that far to get there. And then you know what I had to do? My kids were still tired. But I had to let my tired, cranky kids eat overpriced Starbucks. But that's okay because that's a sacrifice that I was willing to make. See how money can be a resource and it can do something good for you? And I keep talking about Starbucks. Why? Because Starbucks inspired me. And you know what? I don't have to be the person to inspire you. And I used to think I did. Because I was in a position to help you. And I was going to force it on you. No. Don't be in the position to help somebody and miss the opportunity to hear them. Period. Or better yet, don't be an abuser. Don't be BP. Don't be a blonde pussy.
Don't be a man with a pussy walking on top of your head so that when somebody goes manic, you take what they're saying personally, you get angry, you beat the shit out of them, or you beat the shit out of yourself, or you hurt somebody, or you hurt your kids, or whatever else has to happen to you because you're not being honest about that blonde pussy on top of your head. Deal with your blonde pussy, everybody. Deal with it. My blonde pussy tried to take me out, and I don't got to call that person by a name other than the name that resonates with me. And you don't have to call him by that name. Blonde pussy can be an example. He didn't sacrifice himself on the altar of love for us today, but he taught us something along the way. And what we can do with him is, when we catch him and we find him, we can beat his ass if we want to, but that's stupid. And it's gonna send us to jail. So what we should do is, we should kill him with kindness. As in, thanks for making her a millionaire. Because you hit her in the head hard enough to make something click, to make her think, huh, I'm not happy. And I'm surrounding myself around the negativity that I've been listening to all my life. Because the people that I love and claim to love me, they're all sitting in the basement. And even though they want to love me and be in this healthy healing garden and be slim and be fit and be trim and have energy and wake up and be knocking at people's door at a family reunion at 5 a.m. serious as shit about meditation and yoga and doing my laundry and up and at the grocery store and trying to buy liquor before 12 o'clock thinking to myself, well, I've washed clothes, I've done laundry, my kids' lunch is packed, everybody's at school, it's time for me to wind down and relax because that's my relaxation time. After my kids go to school, after my kid takes a nap, 11 o'clock, that's when I relax. That's when I'm trained to do what works best for me. That's when I can sit down, write, if I need to write five years worth of podcasts and get it out in two days, good. Because who the fuck wants to hold on for five years of shit if it's going to take you two years to purge it? And purging works for you? Purge your fucking self. And I don't mean kill yourself. But if you're going to try it, why are you going to try it? See, that's a question. My baby asked me, why you want, why? And if you can't answer that, and I don't mean say stupid shit like I'm alone because that's a lie. And that's why somebody's calling you crazy because you're not alone. Somebody is there asking you, something even if they're asking you to ask yourself and oh my goodness once you start asking yourself questions you start loving yourself and when someone comes up to you and they try to own you by your past and they say why you let that happen to you why you let that happen to my niece why you let you can say well you know the truth is if you really want to know i was confused i was hurting and i didn't love myself but i love myself now and that's why i'm no longer there that's why I became one, one of the survivors. That's why we talk about it. Want to know why? Because we don't make it out of these situations alive most of the time. This world, this society, it's killing us, period. If it wasn't killing you, there wouldn't be 76% of our children, adolescents, with untreated mental illnesses from a rising percentage point. And see, that's a very confusing statistic, and we can talk about that. We really can, because you can use statistics for good or you can use statistics for bad. So I, me, me and this loud-ass voice that I got, I can get online and I can be brutal Britney. Or I can get online and I can be me. Just me. And you can choose to process that if you want to or if you don't. But some of you are processing this, and I appreciate y'all because you're coming back. Thank you for supporting me because really... I ain't got no business online right now. That's the truth. What I should be doing is getting my shit together instead of talking about everybody. So what I'm going to do is put my fucking phone down. I am going to wash up. I am going to clean up. And I am going to take care of the things that are 
I'm called to take care of today. And do you know why I can do that? Because I'm being manic me. And you know what that means? I'm being honest about how I feel. And I'm being honest, y'all. I'm crucifying myself on the altar of love. Because I'm sticking around in a place that I don't want to be. But I'm doing it for a good reason. To help somebody that I love. And whether you can believe that or not, that's what I'm doing. And I'm doing it because that's what I need to do to make things right. Wanna know why? Because I've been stuck in the past. Wanna know where? My mama's house. So even when I was in Winona, I was really, in my mind, still stuck at my mom's house. And that stuckness, it was literal, it was metaphorical, and it was physical. And I felt all of that in a moment where I wasn't even at my mom's house. How in the world did I let a stranger, because people who come in your house and steal stuff from you and then leave and take it, they robbed you. That's a stranger. Your family don't do that. That's not family. If you got a family member and you're afraid that they're going to come in your house and rob some shit, guess where your family member belongs? They belong outside. And that's okay. Because some people don't belong in your house. So family, I understand. You don't belong in my head and you don't belong in my house right now. Because my head and my house is too messy for you. And that's okay. Because it's my house and it's my mess. And guess what? I can clean my mess best. And you know what that means? I don't need you to jump into my mess and tell me what to do and tell me how to do it and tell me how to fix it and tell me who I am and remind me of my past and call me Brittany because Brittany is associated with some really fucked up shit. And I don't want to be called Brittany anymore. And if you keep calling me Brittany, I'm going to act like Brittany every time you call me Brittany because you refuse to listen to me. So if you don't want to call on Brittany, the brutal Brittany, that one who does have a bright and bubbly side, that has that 5 a.m. I'm up again energy, ready to go to work at a job that somebody else hates at 2 a.m. in the morning and is like, why are you upset? I'm just trying some shit out. I don't have to tell you that I decided to work at 2 a.m. I don't have to tell you if I decided to be a stripper. I didn't, but I'm just saying that was a plan that I was going for. It was a dumbass plan. I mean, hell, that was some stupid shit. My ass was about to go move to Texas with complete strangers, be a stripper, I don't know, do some other shit. Who knows what the fuck? What the fuck does that lead to? But you know what? I was willing to go. Want to know why? Because I wasn't happy. And there was somebody who saw that I wasn't happy. And they saw this person, this beautiful person. And they picked this person up. And they took this person home. And then they used me instead of utilizing me. And see, that's society. Society will teach you that you're nothing but another number, a social security number or a number on a screen or a number on your wallet. So if I ask you to hand me your wallet, you're not gonna trust me. You're not gonna trust me to count your money and hand it back to you. You're not gonna trust me to count your money and hand it back to you and tell you how you can invest it in your next great idea because you're too stuck calling me Brittany and you don't even know Brittany either because you won't listen to her. I tried to share Britney's story and it went nuclear. It was terrible. That's why we're not going to talk about Britney anymore. We're going to talk about Luna. Luna is a teacher, a yoga teacher, and a teacher of many other things. And if you're feeling like you need a teacher in an area in your life and you've seen something that I'm doing and it looks like it's working for me, instead of trying to shade me, trying to think that you know what I'm weak about and you think that you know in my area where my struggle is, you cannot be in my inner space right now because I'm not strong enough to deal with you. And if you come into my space, I'm going to bite your head off and then I'm going to go backwards because I'm living in my past hurt. And see, we're going to be in that manic circle of destruction like Hitler's. I don't want to live in a circle 
with a bunch of little Nazis. So get your little Nazi ass the fuck away from me, for sure. And I will say that forever until the day that I die. Because if you identify with being a Nazi, I don't want you near me. But if you can let go of being a Nazi, then you can come closer. And if by the time you can get to my bonfire, you're completely naked. And I mean, that means the next time you see my face, tell me your deepest, darkest truth. If the next time I see your face, you don't tell me your deepest, darkest truth, well, then you're not ready to get to know me. But guess what? That's okay. Because I've done the work that I needed to do for myself today. And that means that now and forevermore, I'm ready to do the work I need to do for life. Because if I can handle me, I can handle life. And then I can figure out, once I process it and listen to it and go back over it and go, oh gosh, I can't believe I said that. Whoa, shit. It's okay. You want to know why? Because it was safe. It was safe for me to run on and on and on for however many hours I needed to do it, sitting down in my bed with my husband's eating dinner. Sitting down in the basement with my mom. Sitting upstairs with my son, taking a bath, putting my baby to bed, singing a song. That was being manic me all day long today, and that was okay because everybody got what they needed and everybody got some help and I showed some love and I had a success. And even though my today lasted longer than your today and my today might be longer than your tomorrow because it takes me a little bit longer to work on the things that I'm processing, that's okay still. But you gotta let me process and I gotta let you. And if you're gonna be in my space, let's be together. Let's imagine ourselves at a bonfire. And at this bonfire, we're happy and we're laughing and we're having fun. And sometimes we're not. But you know what we're always doing? We're always supporting each other. And we're never being used like society likes to use us. And we know how to use society because that's what society is meant for. Society is meant to be used. But when we get into a space together, we know how to share our gifts. See, me cleaning your house, I'm good at that. That's a gift because I'm crazy. And I'll get everything you never thought about cleaning up because it's going to bug me until I get it. Even the bugs, I'll kill those too. Call me if you have bugs. Call me if you have a rat. Call me if you have roaches because I like to kill shit. But I have to know what it is and how to deal with it and that's important and there's nothing wrong with me saying I like to kill rodents in a house because that's where you kill a rodent in a house and I like to kill the rodent in the house because it doesn't belong in my space period and you don't have to kill rodents literally in your life because you don't have to invite them to your house and do you know how you keep them from getting into your house you take care of your own space before you go somewhere and judge somebody else's space so I'm going to ask you, please, if you come into my space, either be ready to do the work. That means some mental math. That means listening. And I promise I'll listen to you because I've said what I need to say. And we've all checked in. So once we get checked in, then that means we're being respectful in this space. And you know what? When somebody don't have nothing that they can say that can help, that means you shut the hell up. And you go work on something that you can help with. That means speak some light on something that you do have going on. That means if I get a new job and you like to take interviewing as a serious thing and you feel like you can take me shopping and you have it in you to go and that's what you like to do and that would make your day because you need somebody to talk to I will talk to you while you shop sure will I've done it before don't believe me ask somebody I know but into order to figure that out you got to get to know me so this is me this is who I am there will be moments where I come to y'all and I ramble because that's what I do all day long even when I'm not having a manic episode I think, and I do mental math because I'm a mathematician, that makes me a genius, got the documents to prove it, but that doesn't have to make me crazy. I get to own my labels and they don't get to own me, and you don't get to own me because I'm copywritten.